I got it! When I first heard about Dave being trapped in a maze. One, two, three, four! I built a labyrinth. Can you believe it? Dave is trapped in a cardboard maze in his living room and he can't get out. Welcome to Dave Made a Minute, the podcast where a whole bunch of us are exploring the film Dave Made a Maze one minute at a time. The twist. Many of the participants have never seen the film. Some don't even know what film they're sampling. They get their minutes and they tackle them as they see fit. Here's your host from the Groundhog Day Project and Michael Myers Minute, Robert Black. In minute 63, Harry's interview of Cardboard Bryn continues. To tackle minute 63, we have Miss Johnny Powers and Mr. Mark Meadows of Two Old Media. You come home... There's a giant maze in your living room. You're like, what the? There's a giant maze in my living room. I've heard of people rearranging the furniture, but this is wackadoodle crazy. This doesn't make any sense. A problem? A promise to my It's like a fucking cocktail party in here. I get a few words from you before you go. Welcome back to Dave Made a Minute, where we go through the Dave Made a Maze movie minute by minute. One minute at a time. The concept of the show is that they do it minute by minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome back to Dave Made a Minute, where we do it with now going the third time. Okay. So maybe once every 40 minutes, you'll see us again. Something like that. How long is this movie? I don't know. Anyways. Welcome. My name's Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. And I'm Johnny. Oh, hey, Johnny. What's up? And I host with her this two old, two old media network who has a whole umbrella of shows, podcasts, that you can listen to that do this very same format. We, uh, we do Austin Powers Minute, where you can listen to us analyze, or Johnny more specifically. I was like, you. I was, I was speaking us as in our network. But Johnny hosts Austin Powers Minute, where you can listen to her talk about uh, the International Man of Mystery, and now currently The Spy Who Shagged Me, Minute by Minute. Those are all over there at Austin Powers Minute. And we also do Tarantino Minute and DC Cinematic Minute. So go check those out. Cool. But we're doing Minute 63 today. Okay. Um. Uh, it begins with, like, it, this minute's weird. It's just all weird. It's um Soul movie's weird. It it's it starts the 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 beginning of the minute starts with just like a sliver of the scene where uh two of the characters are Dave. making Dave and Annie. his wife Annie. Is it wife? Girlfriend? Girl significant, significant other. other is making a cardboard something. We don't get a They're clear cosplaying. We don't get a clear look at it. We're going to cosplay. But his hand, his hand is cardboard. Yeah. Did you know why his hand is cardboard? I don't know why. He put it in a hole that looks, it's the shape of a vulva, which uh, I don't know if, that's what Wikipedia says. I don't know what rating this podcast has, but um, that's a lady part. That's a lady part. Um, So he stuck it in in a vagina. Sorry. Is it stuck in it? No, no, no. He, I don't know. It ate it. It ate his hand. That's why it's a cardboard hand, or it turned into a cardboard hand. It's cardboard vulva. Is his hand now cardboard yes. because of it? 
roll that tape at the same time. We roll do. that beautiful bean footage. Yeah, let me see that. Let me see that vulva. Oh, not the vulva. I don't know what minute that is, but his hand is cardboard. Yeah, but let me see that. So that scene that Witches starts with, with Dave yeah, and it doesn't Annie. have it in the top part of it, but it has it. At but the like bottom. towards yeah, after we get past, yeah, this you see part, his hand. I want. I guess I never noticed that. I thought he was building armor. Yeah, like a, a cosplay. But he has a real yeah, yeah. hand underneath yes. it, right? No. Oh, I no. thought you were saying he... Look, his cardboard he's hand. He's like made out of cardboard. Yeah. He's like Luke Skywalker. Yeah, sure. Like he's got I don't robot know if I would... hand. Yeah, he's yeah. He's got prosthetic. They're not the same. He lost that Style hand character. and in, now he has a prosthetic a cardboard, cardboard vulva. hand. Mm-hmm. So when he leaves, is he going to have a... Pro... Am I making this up? Maybe it's just a glove. No. I think he actually lost the hand. Yeah, yeah, he stuck it in the hole. This is the first time seeing this guy. We didn't see him before, did yeah, we? Yeah, we lost him in the maze somewhere. We never saw him in the... This is no. our, the first and last time. Uh, we've heard him. his voice yelling from the maze in our first minute, but we've never yeah. seen Dave. We've also never seen this girl smile, and here she is smiling. Yeah, she looked really angry in our first minute. She was minute. upset all the time. She might still be upset after this movie. Like, subsequent... <laughs> subsequent. What? what? Epru- Subsequent? The epilogue, the eperuge, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I'm just saying, your significant other made this cardboard maze. A bunch of people died. I wouldn't really be smiling after that, but I digress. Um, so the the rest of the team, uh, they're over here talking to uh, someone who used to be a character in the earlier... No, no, no. She's a puppet. She's a puppet. She's a... Bruppet. Her name's Bryn. She's a cardboard Muppet. Crumpet. She's not a Muppet, though. She's like a... Cardboard marionette. There we go. Mm. Cardinette. It's not not as funny, but... Okay, well, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's like she's like a normal person... Made but, out of cardboard. But she's a marionette. So what did they do with this? Uh, so what did they do? They just get an actress and, and put cardboard all over her? Yeah, probably. Or is it CGI? No. Why don't you... Uh, you can see her mouth. Let me see. Oh, you can see the inside of her mouth? Yeah, like yeah. an actress mouth? Mm-hmm. Like an actress mouth. Yeah, I guess. Like a human mouth? Yeah, like like an... Well, because actresses aren't humans. They're all robots. Okay. Yeah, when she talks... Yeah. You can see her mouth move the cardboard. Looks like uh, one of the... The uh, Waylon, uh, like white chicks, Wayan brothers, Wayans, and I, I knew saying that name was going to come out weird. Yeah, the Wayans. In brothers. my head, it was spelled correctly. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah, so she's a uh, puppet, Bryn. So, so that character a, died earlier and became mm, puppet lady. Or? No, it's just a puppet of her. I don't know why. So, I'm assuming it's like um, you ever see Ghost Ship. And all those people died. And it's not like they came back to haunt. It was just like the ghost itself was using those bodies to make. So like, okay, there's a really hot woman in Ghost Ship, right? And she dies. Um, But then this evil haunting of the ghost ship like uses that woman to like manipulate someone else. Zeus, what are you doing? Sorry, my cat. Our cat. (laughs) Go for it, Johnny. Take he, over. He wants to be a part of this. Yeah, he's very interested in what's going on with this. He said, I heard this um, cardboard Bryn lady likes high fives. And Zeus and does I'm... like cardboard, so maybe Zeus is trying to get into this maze. He would uh, have... That would be his dream. He would be the Minotaur. His dream would be chewing 
on this cardboard maze. Yeah. Zeus would just eat the maze. Yeah, I'd be fine. And just throw it up at Zeus the same time. Zeus is the Minotaur. He is the cleanse, as they call it. Okay. I don't know what that means. Um. Anyway. So, but apparently this fake puppet Bryn uh, likes high fives. Puppet. That's why he's like, hey, Bryn, Bryn high, five. high five. And she's like, okay. I guess the character like high fives. I don't like know. The real character. Like the real one must have liked sure. high fives. So, but she's this fake puppet Bryn is tied up in like a. She's. I don't know what they're called. Like if you're in a. She's. Dungeon, your arms are like tied to a wall. Yeah, but it's at the same time she's supposed to be because she's the puppet. Mm-hmm. Like it's making her move. Mm. But at the same time, it looks like it's, she's restrained. Um, they they're like trying to distract her and while uh, Mr. Eye roll into. Oh yeah, our guy is back there. Oblivion. He, what he, is he doing? He's making something with some rope. It's like bungee cords. He's boy scouting back there, <laughs> making some knots, tying knots. Captain tying knots. Captain Slipknot from Suicide Squad. Oh, he uh, died. That's not good. Reference. Yeah, we talked about it. Um, Follow us on DC Cinematic. Oh we'll my talk god! About Let me out. tell you something though. This boom guy, he's he's my like mascot in this movie. I think we talked about Slipknot the the oh, first minute we ever did. I have no idea. Because we were talking about how characters die. Dave made in a movies? maze or making a maze or something. Anyways, go listen to that one as well. We talked about Jupiter ascending. Um and so they start interviewing her, right, and to like distract her. And so they ask about the Minotaur, and she starts saying some wacky stuff. Like she starts saying like, "Born out of like, um, like born out of like born sorrow or something, or like or shame." Or the like what I got from it was like. Earlier, there were there was like this theory about the maze that was creating itself, you know, born out of uh, Dave's like conscience. So apparently, the Minotaur was too. And so I'm thinking, like, those are his negative thoughts. Yeah, we we kind of had this theory because we haven't really been watching the movie, which we're not supposed to. And so it's is like, that the rule? I don't know. Other people have. We just have. We weren't even. Allowed, we're purists here. We weren't allowed to know the name of the movie either. Um, not in the beginning, no. And so it, the theory was that Dave fueling, projecting the negative emotions and thoughts in, in his own subconscious, he projected those out into like this work of art, this maze made out of cardboard. And then it took, it, it went on and took it, the life off on its own. It's like Digimon were like, the ones and zeros of the internet accumulate and they start to build a mass and then they eventually create life on its own. It's like that. So the cardboard... However, for some reason, this is a cardboard universe. Yeah, instead of ones and zeros and internet and data, instead of Digimon, we have Cardboardmon. Excuse me? Cardboardmon. He's he's, uh, chicken red stripe. Zeus isn't buying it. Zeus, you okay with that one? He says it's fine. He says he'll let it go. Um, so, yeah, it's, that's what the, I got, that she is confirming in the most cryptic way that this maze is a product of 
negative thoughts and feelings that Dave had to escape his problems. What if he doesn't like his friends? Um, because she said that uh, some. I forgot how the phrasing was, but something must stay there in the maze. Yeah. So, like, what if he trapped his friends because he hates his friends? That'd be more like um, that Poltergeist movie where, like, they trap people inside television and then the cartoon, like, kills them. It's like the 80s horror film. Mm-hmm. So, it is a horror comedy. So, it's like there is... I mean, people are dying in this People thing. are dying and being brought back as cardboard puppets. They're not. She's... I don't think that she died and became a puppet. I think there is a duplicate. A duplicate. Um, I love how this guy doesn't give a the crap. Do they really do? He's this? like a director. This was my. This was like my. It's like leading a witness. Yeah, and 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 it's not the first time I've seen it in a movie where an interviewer in real time to a situation is like, "Oh, but can you just kind of like jazz it up for me?" Say something like. I'll tell you where you put the unwanted in a labyrinth. That's where. Something like that. In your own words. Just go on. Yeah, yeah. It's you know like, what I mean? uh, it's like a really... drama-tary. Uh, drama yeah, but they're trying to do it like in real time with the real people. That do... They're going to cut it in and post. It's, it's like, does this really happen? Do people, oh, yeah. Are people this desensitized where they're like, Hey, yeah, I know you're... Um, I see you're chained up. I see you're a puppet. And I, I hear you talking crap, mad crap about a minotaur, but like, can you say it this way yeah. so it's more poetic for me? It's like seeing um, an active person who's doing a crime and just being like... Hey, stop. Run that way. Take it well, back from the top. Can you uh, jazz this up for me? I know it's going to be a big hit on the internet soon. It's like... It's not the first time I've seen it in a movie. And, you know, that kind of personality, that archetype. And so that's what I'm wondering. Like, are people, do people really do this in real yeah. life? Yeah. If there's any examples, please let me know. Uh, I'm pretty sure most uh, documentaries with an interview, probably. It's like uh, if you, everything, all of his, his prompting is going to be cut and post anyway. But I, it's like, that's what makes documentaries so hit and miss for me. Because I feel like. Some of them are just disingenuous, you know? Yeah. He reminds me a lot of the newspaper report, the, the journalist from Hot Fuzz. Who's like, uh, talks to Nicholas Angle. Hoi, hoi, hoi. Yeah. And he like writes his name wrong. And he's, he's always talking about this, I don't know, the city of Sanford. He, he does a lot of typos. That's why he killed him. Spoiler alert. But that's who this guy reminds me of. I don't know if he's going to live or if he's going to die, but... But uh, by God, let that boom guy live. Because his facial expressions are just really... I'm going to keep bringing him up because I like him. Does he talk at all? No, he just... I Well... Did he talk in the last minute? I can't remember. Our last minute, not the specific last minute, minute 62. But it's just like the camera guy and the boom guy got roped into this crap and... uh. They don't want to be there. Yeah, I read the spoilers on Camera Guy. Spoiler alert. Don't you hate that? Hate what? Uncomfortable silences. The spoiler alert that you read the spoilers? Yeah. 
Okay. And he said usually infers things that you're gonna say something yeah, else. Like and I, I was waiting. I was like, uh, "Does does that mean he dies? He lives?" And I was like, "Maybe you shouldn't say it because no, it's, actually, uh, he um, don't know. Yeah, huh? It's a down. Huh? No, gets a really good no down payment no. deal on his yeah. car. If it's t- a spoiler, it's a joke. Okay, <laughs> I was like, listen, if it's a spoiler, you can't tell the audience because they haven't watched it yet. Neither um, have we, technically. Find out that he eats Kit Kat bars by just biting right into it. Listen, he's a monster. Like kill a him. real human being, he's a monster. Like kill him in the maze. Be allowed to. No. Okay. So yeah, then we cut back to. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. With yeah, we just lady. hear Bryn say some interesting things about. Uh, sorry, puppet Bryn say some interesting things about the Minotaur and how it's just doom, gloom, and death. Beep beep beep. Um. Yeah. <laughs> no, was, that? was that a special bulletin? No, that was okay. me uh, booping a cat and okay. forgetting about well, my microphone awareness. Um, okay, so, so we're back with Dave and Annie. Dave and Annie are making something. So, and I don't know if we're allowed to spoil it. No, but I, for me, I, I looked up. But I looked whatever. it up too. I. How do they find a calm part of the maze to make this thing? Because they're in this like chill waiting room. They got a lot of excess cardboard. They're just building this thing, which to me, they're cosplaying. They're going to build like a yeah, tran- transformer out I thought, of a... I thought they were like building armor as in like... For him, right? Like we need to become Protect the ourselves. cardboard with the cardboard and like we should like use the cardboard to make armor. And I was like, why don't we do that? But like they're having fun because they're doing arts and crafts. They're doing arts and crafts. They're building the cardboard thing together now instead of building cardboard. That's why she's smiling. She's finally helping him heal himself because this this is very therapeutic for him. Yeah, he probably should have like maybe make arts and crafts together outside of a box maze. I mean, I'm hoping by the end of the film they have like. Uh, a more heavy-handed exposition moment where they, where they capsize, where they cap, capsize, capitalize gonna, yeah. on that, capsize, capitalize on that, and be like, hey, like I feel better now because I'm handling these issues, solving problems together with people instead of trying to solve problems, not even not not even solving problems, um, solving problems together rather than pr- just thrusting my problems onto something. Like sweeping your problems under the bed kind of thing. That's what the maze was. Now we're doing the right thing. And I don't know if that's coming across. Is that coming across for people? Are people understanding that? What, that Dave so. has mental that anxiety? Dave, like he has issues? He started with, yeah, with issues that people weren't helping like him depression has anxiety. And so now people, although dying, are helping him. Yeah, does that make him... Murder accessory to murder. I mean, if they caused it, it's their fault, right? But he didn't physically kill someone. No, I meant like if it's they, like a they, manslaughter. If they were the ones to cause his mental illness in the first. Oh, place. so it's uh, revenge. No, make no mistake. It's not revenge he's after. It's a reckoning. Yeah, I don't like to think of it like that. I like to think of it more like, um, you know, like uh, uh, Killmonger. 
in Black Panther where it's like just there's like a weird sense of morality to it but it's like twisted morality no 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 not him i'm not trying oh. to defend him i'm oh. trying to i'm trying to target that which created him which is like bad infrastructure bad society you know like uh, institutionalized racism like things like that you know like the way the world is is what made killmonger exist kind of thing and so like the environment in which you grow up in kind of festers that mental illness within you you know what I mean? And so maybe those people just got cut out of his life through use of the You can also be triggered to have mental um, instability when it comes to depression and anxiety later in life due to a traumatic event. Mm-hmm. So maybe something happened to him and he got it later in life and has no idea how to deal with it. Part to mentalize. Excuse me? That PTSD. You said compartmentalize PTSD. Yeah, that's what Into he did. box rooms? Oh, yeah, in the cardboard. He was like, you could put things in cardboard. What if I put... My problems in a box. And it became something else. See? That's why you have to write your problems on a piece of paper and burn it. Ain't that right, Zeus? But it's kind of nice that they're, like, together. Like, she finally found Dave, and Dave is, like... Yeah. They're, it's healing. However... Yeah. These guys, I don't know what they're doing. They're, just, they're trying to survive, and I get that. <laughs> they're but playing the game. I think. They, I don't. I feel like they don't give a rat's butt about Dave at this point. They're like, we're gonna get really good content out of this. We're gonna get a really good like movie documentary about Dave's maze, and like they mm-hmm. don't care if they if they actually help Dave in the process of this. Annie went in help wanting to help her significant other, right? Yeah. She wants to help him heal, but and to find him in the first place, obviously. But it's like these guys don't care about Dave. Yeah. So the main, well, again, I don't know what the relationship between Boom Guy and Camera Guy to Dave. Maybe they don't know each other at all. Maybe it's just like proxy that they're there. I rolling guy and Dave know each other and they're close. And I don't give a crap what happens. I roll guy. <laughs> Because he clearly doesn't care about Dave. In our minutes that we've had, he doesn't care about Dave. He's helping the camera and boom guy and camera guy. Yeah, we're an hour in, right? Or the interviewer, camera guy, boom guy. Yeah, we're an hour in. I kind of want to talk about what uh, Dave and and Annie are making. Um, No. I can't do like a spoiler check. No. If you're listening, skip to... uh, Two twenty four minutes and thirty seven no, seconds. Because like we're gonna I don't wanna step on the toes of somebody who's gonna do that minute that they finally we unveil. We're gonna get to twenty Oh, we were. We were three minutes away. Yeah, but I don't want to take that away All from All right, don't skip to that if you're listening. If you're listening at twenty one minutes and nine seconds, don't skip to twenty four minutes and thirty seven seconds because we're not talking about what they're building. Yeah, because I don't think it's fair. Okay. But all you need to know is they look very happy doing it. Mm-hmm. It looks like something good is going to come from what they're therapeutic, building. Therapeutic, which is exactly well, what therapeutic they need. and also like in the physical sense that it's going to be beneficial for their situation currently. Yeah, I completely agree. It is not armor. And good thing we got that this minute, so we got like a good uh, wholesome. I roll guy still bothers me. No, no, I'm talking about uh, Dave and Annie. Oh, know, yeah, yeah. We, we get have. like a tiny little snippet. Yeah, it's good to have something like that. 
and so that we can appreciate it and know that this film is going in the right direction, hopefully. Mm. At, At least, least in their part. There's proof that there is. I don't think that the this director is good. <laughs> he seems inherently mischievous to me, especially with leading this fake Bryn uh, with his narrative. It's more like a fiction documentary. What are they called? Mockumentary? Mockumentary. It seems like he's turning it more into a mockumentary than anything else. I just don't trust him. He seems shifty. He seemed okay, but now he seems shifty. I think what... um, I I think what what I'm not getting, just because I'm not seeing the film, is just a sense of... um, what is the film? What is the film meant to meant to say? And I think it's what we're doing is what, what all minute by minute people do when they talk about their movies is they reach right. Like we, it's like we go for the minutia. It's the whole reason the movies by minute podcast exists is so we can stretch for those the minutia of it all. And so you and I have only had three minutes, and we're making up these things about like mental illness and that you know like you're overcoming something, or at least we hope that they're. That there's something like that you're enjoying all this mayhem so that when you leave, you're like enlightened somehow. Um, To us, that was the very first time that smile, that nonverbal cue from Annie. Because Dave smiled too. Yeah. It was nice. That was the first time we actually felt like we were uh, actually proving something. Like it was proof, evidence that what we were making up is kind of true. And... I guess what we're not seeing that enough, but we're only 60 minutes in. I don't know how long the film is, but maybe more that happens. This is like the upswing part of it. And I'm hoping by the end of the film that that is like just delivered right then at the end. So that the people, sweet resolution of Dave yeah. coming to terms and, and I'm dealing afraid, with it. This is what the problem has been is I'm afraid that it's going to come down to well, that was fun. Like, the maze has been beaten. There but, like, five is, people died. Oh, well. Yeah, you know, like, some kind of, like, Avengers thing where it's like, oh, we're a team now, and we beat the aliens, but New York City is destroyed. And, like, let's go get ethnic food. It's like, what? Like, there's uh, property damage, and this, and people have died kind of thing. And it's like... It's one of those things where it's like, what? Like, and nobody deal with Dave's problems. Yeah, and nobody deal with it until like it's brought up in, in criticism. And I don't want that to happen. I want those things to happen before and be touched on. I don't know if you're going to get your wish. Away. But good moment. I enjoyed it. It's proof of what we've been talking about. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. It's pretty much it. This minute is like, Two pieces of one whole. So, like, you get two different sets how of people's stories. How many slices are there? I don't know. It's a pizza pie. It's like... Yeah, but how many is a pizza? Is it five s- slices? I thought it was, like, six to eight. Why are we oh, debating it? Oh, you're talking about, like, a normal pizza. Yeah, I thought that's what you oh, were Oh, I asking. thought you were making your own pie chart. Oh, no. I don't know how many separate stories so are here. So, we have two slices, but we're missing six? In the whole of a pizza, but I don't know how many people are separated in this thing. Slash how many people have died already. So it's like, at this point, we get two stories out of this 
the mockumentaryist, the mockumentaryist is that a thing? Docu, docu. You know what's a great mockumentarian? Mockum- ha ha. Mockumentary. So, mockumentarian, the guy doing it. Oh yeah. The director. Yeah. Um, we've got his story. We got I roll guy. I refuse to call him his real name because he is uh, Mr. Aloof I roll guy. Um, Dave and Annie story. So like you have, I guess that's three, three to four. Mm-hmm. So. I think a, a really good movie to compare this to is uh, Shaun of the Dead. I said Hot Fuzz earlier. Oh, because yeah. the separate people's stories kind of being well, a part of the same event. Shaun of the Dead is a comedy horror film, but it, it definitely is like one of those. It's really funny. It's a zombie film. So you got like some horror. Some people do die. Some people that were negative to, excuse me, Sean. And then by the end of it, he learns something and, and becomes an adult, basically. It's a coming-of-age film for, like, a 26-year-old, you know, like, something like that. This one's, like, a, a late-20s millennial who it's lost same, his job. It's, it's the same um, age range, the same kind of group dynamic, I think. I mean, but, you know, like, when you're trying to compare, like, this film... Like compare it to Shaun of the Dead and see like what Shaun of the Dead is doing and seeing what this one's missing and or vice versa, you know, maybe that's the argument. I don't know. But th- now that I think about it, the best movie to compare it to is Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. But if you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at Mark Meadows and Johnny P. And Some places and yeah. Johnny M and other places for that. Tooldmedia.com has all our shows Austin Powers Minute, Tarantino Minute, where we're currently analyzing the film Jackie Brown, but half talked about Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. Um, and we will continue to talk about Kill Bill and so forth. Um, and you can find those at Tarantino Minute. And we also talk about uh, the DC films over at DC Cinematic Minute, so Man of Steel dawn of justice and currently suicide squad but in the future you'll see wonder woman justice league and aquaman and we'll be talking about those and you can find those all at dc eu minute and uh yeah continue to enjoy dave made a minute and then i could probably disarm all the traps and then we can we can finish this maze who is with me that was johnny powers and mark meadows of two old media along with a little cat named Zeus, who clearly breathes heavy and has a microphone fetish, taking on Minute 63 of Dave Made a Maze. Who knows who will be back at this point? We're almost finished. Next time, on Dave Made a Minute, we've got Curtis Blaze and Jason Hummel of Better Off Dead Minute, taking on Minute 64. Thank you for listening to Dave Made a Minute. Intro dialogue snippets were taken from Dave Made a Maze, directed by Bill Watterson, written by Bill Watterson and Steve Sears, and produced by John Charles Meyer. Intro music is Diversion by The Equals, featured in the film Dave Made a Maze, and Life Cycle of a Match by Parvis Decree. Outro music is Leaving This Godforsaken Place, and Her Presence is Strong Here by Parvis Decree. Dave Made a Minute is a production of Lemming Drop Studio and all other featured podcast producers. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. 
Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dave Made a Minute. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. And check out all of the participants' other shows to spread the love around. Again, thank you for listening. As long as we're all working together, this is going to be fine. It's going to be great. I need you to notify the families of everyone who died here today. Totally. Wait, what?